Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. This podcast brought to you by Gowan Canada, makers of Edge Microactive Pre-Emergent Herbicide. And a good afternoon. Welcome to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. It's brought to you by Harvard Western Insurance. We don't judge. Here's another reminder. Renew your plates today. Visit harvardwestern.com. And brought to you by Assiniboia Livestock for the most reliable and dependable way to market your livestock. Today we talk to the latest winner in the 620 CKRM Country Cookout Contest, a farmer northeast of Fort Capel. We have the latest crop report where seeding is at 14%. Agriculture Minister David Merritt joins us to discuss seeding progress and yesterday's Census of Agriculture report. We also have Sask Wheat's latest market outlook. The farm weather is in its usual spot at the bottom of the hour. Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Johnson's Grain, your first and last stop for grain pricing and crop protection. And brought to you by Farm Fresh Water. They'll make your well water wonderful and your dugout drinkable. Get your Farm Fresh Water today at farmfreshwater.ca. A farmer northeast of Fort Capel is today's winner in the 620 CKRM Spring Country Cookout Contest. Thomas Logel is on a mixed family farm with 20 quarter sections of land. He says seeding is still a few days away. Well, we have made zero progress because we're not in the field yet. <laughs> when do you hope to get in the field? Well, hopefully maybe next week. We're still working on our drill, but it is still quite wet here. There are people going around us, but in my opinion, it's a, it's a little wet yet. It's just going to be a later spring, just the cards we've been dealt this year. And we're supposed to get even more of a storm later today and tomorrow. That's what it sounds like, yeah. Will that help? Because you said it's pretty wet there. Will, will, will like what, we're supposed to get what, one, two inches of rain, will that help or hurt? Uh, I don't think it's going to hurt because we were so dry here. Just very dry and like, like the pasture land for the cattle was very hurt in this area the last two years for sure. And it, those pastures really need, they need that rain this year for sure. And hopefully we, they can get going and we just have good grass this year because it's been nip and tuck around here the last two years. And last year was the first year actually I had to haul water for my beef herd. And we haven't had to haul water on this farm for well, all of my lifetime. For crops, what are you hoping to put in the ground this year? Well, we put in canola and wheat and a lot of barley for silage and maybe some oats as well. Is it oats for feed then or for uh, uh, sending to market, taking to market? Usually for feed, but it it depends on the year, right? If If you get a phenomenal crop and you put in a little bit more, well, you might sell some, right? Tell me about, I guess, your thoughts on prices this year. How do they look to you? Well, the prices are phenomenal. It's nothing I've ever seen in my lifetime, and the, the, just the problem is everything else has gone up, so the, it's the inputs that scare me. 
Did you have any trouble getting any supplies? Was anything in short supply? We haven't had trouble yet, but like I said, we also haven't started yet. Thomas Logal farms northeast of Fort Capel and is today's winner in the 620 CKRM Country Cookout Contest. This portion is brought to you by Prairie 6-inch Eavestroffs. An inch makes a big difference. PrairieEavestroffs.ca and your Prairie Co-op Grow Team. Fueling farms, feeding families in Cupar, Ituna, Lipton and Strasburg. Seeding across Saskatchewan is at 14%, up from 1% a week ago. Provincial Crops Extension Specialist Matt Struthers says progress has been slowed by wet weather this past week in parts of the Grain Belt. Well, we've seen a bit of a bump. Uh, so provincially, we're sitting at 14% of the crop now in the ground. Uh, this is up from 1% last week and you know just behind the five-year average of 23%. So uh, we're you know not quite where we usually are, but we're pretty close and, and things look promising. What's the progress by region? So the southwest is still in the lead with 34% of their crop now uh, seeded followed by 20% in the west central, 7% in the southeast, 5% in the northwest, and 3, 3% in the east central, and 1% in the northeast. So uh, the eastern half of the province is still uh, lagging behind a little bit. They're just uh, far wetter than, than the west side. When do you expect we get, get full-scale seeding? I would say still a week to 10 days in some areas of the east, but the rest, you know, the west is, is pretty much ready to to, to go full bore. There's still a few areas over there that are a little wet, but, but yeah, I'd say seven to ten days in general. How is germination in the southwest? Certainly uh, uneven in places. Uh, they just didn't get that moisture and they were seeding into some pretty dry conditions. So uh, germination's been uneven and hopefully with some rain, and we did get some rain this week, uh, hopefully that'll help germination and, and get things rolling pretty good. Yeah, outline who got what moisture this week. So there's, you know, Various precipitation across the province, just about everyone got a little bit of rain, some more than others. The southeast and the east central certainly got the most. Uh, the Pelly area got 39 mils of rain, followed by the Bean Fate area with 46. So that's some pretty substantial rainfall uh, early in the season here, and it's even gonna it's gonna delay them even longer. Uh, but then the Shawnavan area, uh, you know, got 26 uh, millimeters, and then the Hazenmore area with 18. So it's good to see a little bit of rain falling in the southwest. Tell me about the topsoil moisture rating this week. Due to the rain, topsoil moisture has slightly improved since uh, last week's report. Uh, for cropland, it's rated as 6% surplus, 58% adequate, 26% short, and 10% very short, followed by hay and pasture, which is rated as 2% surplus, 56% adequate, 29% short, and 13% very short. So uh, this in increase will certainly help pastures uh, grow a little bit more rapidly as we get some warm weather. Uh, and hopefully they can support cattle all season long. Yeah, how are water supplies for livestock producers this spring? Uh, well, in the eastern uh, half of the province, dugouts have, have filled and, and quality of the water seems quite good. Same through with through, you know, parts of the west uh, that did get a bit of snow and, and rain. Um, but for the most part, a lot of areas in the western half of the province are already struggling with water. Uh, they didn't see that recharge and hopefully they get a good heavy rain in the coming weeks to, to solve those issues for them. There's a heavy rain warning for Regina area, up to two inches over the next day or so. What impact will that have? Oh, that'll certainly delay uh, delay things for a few days. Uh, you know, that heavy heavy clay down there will will just hold that water, and it'll take a few days, I'm sure, for just about two inches of water to move through. So uh, that might result in a bit of flooding in, into the low areas. Um, but yeah, certainly producers will be held off their fields for at least a couple of days. 
Is it beneficial or negative towards the crops? Oh, I think after the season that we had last year, no one's going to say no to rain. So it'll certainly help the crop out, give it enough moisture to to germinate and then hopefully carry, hopefully some of it sticks around to carry the crop through the, the next couple months here. Matt Struthers is the Crops Extension Specialist for the Saskatchewan Ministry of Agriculture. Time now for Real Agriculture with Sean Haney. Brought to you in part by Karst Holdings in Assiniboia and Schlamps Integra Tire in Grenfell. Your locally owned Integra Tire dealers on The Source 620 CKRM. This is your realagriculture.com update. Bring the energy of Real Ag Radio to your next customer meeting or conference. From your stage, we'll record an episode in person to inform and provide insight on the latest in agriculture. Email advertising at realagriculture.com to learn more about this unique keynote opportunity. I am Lindsay Smith, and joining me now on the line is Jade Reeve. She's the manager of AgriJobs and AgriSkills for the Canadian Ag HR Council. Welcome here, Jade. Thank you. Happy to be here today. All right. So your organization has put together, it's called the HR Toolkit. It's, it is based online. Um, and I did want to say hats off to you. The website is beautiful and incredibly, incredibly well resourced. Um, there's just so much on there. I spent some time on there preparing for this interview and um, was a little overwhelmed, to be honest, with how much stuff is there. So uh, I recommend anyone go take a look. But tell me, what is the HR Toolkit what what can someone expect if they access it? Okay. Um, well, thank you. We're so pleased uh, with our new website. But, yes, we are very proud of the HR Toolkit. And, again, that was developed with, you know, consultation across uh, industry and commodity groups and working with our stakeholders. And, um, and so it is a very robust tool. And with that said, there's a ton of information. And sometimes that can be overwhelming, like you say. So... Um, we really tried to structure it where it, you know, each section of the toolkit that focuses on human resource management has an overview and then right, right away you see the tools and templates that are available. And then each section has theory walking you through how you would implement those tools and templates or what resources you would access in terms of provincial legislation or federal legislation. Um, in terms of the the downloadable customized tools within um, within the toolkit, those are included within sections such as recruitment, um, thinking about job descriptions. So we have a job description template that's you know completely customizable to your business and the job that you're thinking of hiring for. But in addition, because of all the research we've done through the AgriJobs program, we've been able to really understand the world of work in agriculture and go across levels from the laborer, worker, supervisor, and manager. And as such, we were able to develop customized job descriptions for, I think, well over 20 different commodity groups. So it takes the guesswork out of it. All the tasks are there, and and they're completely customizable as well. So the employer can say, okay, I'm looking for, you know, a worker that's going to be responsible for A to Z, but, you know, there's a few tasks in here I don't I don't want this person to be doing. They can take it out. Like there's mm-hmm. no problem with customizing it and making sure it fits their operation. Um, so that's available. And um, like I said, it is a lot. So we always say, you know, just take your time and look through the tools and templates, get familiar with it. And, you know, you'll start to see how all of this connects um, to developing an HR plan. Mm -hmm. Uh, The other thing is this HR toolkit is also, while it's available um, 
to everyone. We certainly don't put anything, uh, any barriers in place for anyone to access it. We make sure that we want to get it into, you know, as many hands as possible. So that's how um, the partnerships work with CARC. So many agricultural associations have a partnership where they provide this resource to their members for free with a coupon code. So if, for example, you're a member of um, Ontario Federation of Agriculture, you would uh, contact the OFA and ask them what the coupon code is, and then you can create an account, enter the coupon code, and it will cost you nothing, and you will have an incredible resource at your fingertips where you can develop HR policies, job descriptions, figure out how to recruit, how do you, you know, reference checks, um, even you know, there's a lot of detail in this toolkit around having those difficult conversations, how to navigate uh, training, especially uh, focused on family and non-family workers, as well as hiring temporary foreign workers and how that process works. So there's a lot of great information. And of course, um, you know, the workplace wellness, really making sure we've, you know, this, this last two years has taken a toll on everyone, but agriculture really, really took a hit. So really focused on, you know, making sure that we can support people and have the resources in place around mental health and what they can do to help and also how employers can support their workers and really um, identify solutions to that. And then of course, Diversity and inclusion is so important. Seeing who you could welcome into agriculture. This has been your Real Agriculture Update. You can find out more about this issue or many others at realagriculture.com. I get to spend every day talking to farmers in the ag industry through realagriculture.com and Real Ag Radio. But nothing is more fun than speaking to an audience live and in person. If you're planning an ag event, Book a real agriculture speaker to make it a successful and memorable experience. Email shaney at realagriculture.com and you can book myself or any other real ag personality to speak at your event. Bring your audience all the fun, insight, and energy of real agriculture. This spring, apply pre-emergent Edge Microactive Group 3 herbicide from Gowan Canada before seeding your canola, peas, or lentils. Maximize yield today and manage resistance tomorrow. Always read and follow label directions. From Gowan, Canada. The official 620 CKRM farm weather is brought to you by Shepherd Realty in Regina, specializing in farm and ranch real estate in Saskatchewan. Call Harry, Justin, or Devin at 352-1866. And Moose Jaw Truck Shop, the number one choice for any diesel engine repair. Drop in, no appointment necessary, or visit moosejawtruckshop.com. Cloudy today with 30% chance of showers. Wind northeast 20, increasing to 40, gusting to 60 this afternoon. The high 16. 20 to 30 millimeters of rain this evening. The low plus 5. Friday, 15 to 25 millimeters of rain. Wind north 50, gusting to 70. Temperature steady near 6 degrees tomorrow. And the low plus 3. Saturday, cloudy, 60% chance of showers. The high 11, the low minus 1. Sunday, sunny, the high 16, the low plus 3. Monday, partly cloudy, the high 16, the low 6 degrees. Tuesday, partly cloudy, the high 19, 40% chance of evening showers. Tuesday, the low 6. Wednesday, partly cloudy, the high 14. Normal high is 19, the normal low is 3. The sun rose at 5.15 this morning. It sets at 8.34 tonight. And it is important to point out there is a rainfall warning for the Regina District. Currently, temperature-wise, we have the hot spot 
is North Battleford at 21, the cold spot even further north, Collins Bay at 6 degrees. Estevan is 15, Saskatoon 20, Swift Current 15, Weyburn and Yorkton both 18. Regina Cloudy in 17, that's 63 Fahrenheit. Winds are from the east-northeast at 27. Humidity is 40%, the barometer falling 101.9. Cloudy and Moose Jaw 17, winds are from the east at 26, gusting to 35. Once again, Regina Cloudy in 17, that's 63 Fahrenheit. Back in a moment. This portion of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by McDougal Auctioneers. Get fair market value for your assets with an online auction through McDougal Auctioneers. McDougalAuctions.com And brought to you by Pattison Liquid Systems, experts in liquid fertilizer distribution. Fertilizer's just better when it's wetter. Pattison Liquid Systems, expect the best. Agriculture Minister David Merritt says Saskatchewan farmers are making some good seeding progress this past week. Seeding is at 14% across the province, up from 1% last week. It's nice to see that kind of number. I mean, obviously, last week was more or less just getting going when it uh, was about 1%. And to see, uh, you know, a significant increase up to 14%, it's uh, good to see it. Obviously, it, it always has been historically. The Southwest is uh, way ahead of everybody, and then it just kind of moves from there. The southern part of the province is you know, anywhere from 34 to well to over 20% in the ground. So uh, we continue to see that. And obviously on the east side of the province, they're still having, uh, you know, obviously it's wetter there. And in the northeast, the same thing. They're just getting going. So, but, you know, uh, talking to a lot of the farmers, I mean, the moisture conditions are, they're, you know, they're concerned, but they're seeing some rain and uh, getting the crop in and uh, seeing it germinate. And then, as always, we hope for rain. Have you heard of any problems of supply issues as we get into seeding? No, I haven't, uh, Jim. Uh, you know, quite frankly, I, I've uh, talked to quite a few uh, farmers, and they said, no, their their fertilizer, their chemical, they all got it. So there, there was obviously some concern uh, earlier in the year, but, you know, I talked to some of my friends uh, just last week, and they said, no, they've got everything uh, home and chemicals there and the fertilizer's in the bin. So uh, they're all just kind of rolling along and uh, putting seed in the ground. Overall, you're pretty happy with the seeding progress. Yeah, I am. I mean, it's a uh, it's a little below the you know the five year average, but I think uh, you know if we do get some rain, I don't think there's a farmer out there that's going to say no to it, especially in the you know the southwest part and the south central part. I know the east side of the province is concerned. They're you know they're wetter over there and would like to see some drying days. But you know when you're putting a crop into moisture, it comes out of the ground just that much faster anyway, Jim. So hopefully where they are dry, I hope they get some much needed moisture. Sask has some interesting statistics the, from StatsCan's Census of Agriculture, some interesting trends. Uh, farming trends are showing going fewer and larger and operators growing older, but StatsCan seems to have some a positive take on this. Your thoughts on the whole StatsCan report? Well, I mean, you know, it was it's interesting numbers to see, you know, what the where the percentage is at, and you know, I think you're you're seeing a trend where, yeah, farm some farm our farms are getting bigger, and you know, I'll even take uh, myself for instance, you know, we rent the land out to younger farmers that have expanded, you know, their operations, so it's good to see that side of it, and I think you'll always see its evolution. We've been seeing it probably almost for the last, you know, almost the last hundred years, so uh, it's just the sign of the times that. The farms are, you know, going to continue to grow and some of us will have an exit strategy. 
stats can, though, went out of their way, it seems almost to point to a lot of stability or what they characterize as yeah. resiliency, given some of the trade and weather issues we've faced. Yeah, you know, and, and I think that's true, you know, and I think in light of that, you're just seeing, you know, the production is, and I think it's just, it speaks well of, of what's happening in the ag sector as a whole with new technology, crop varieties and everything like that, Jim, you know, we're seeing farmers be able to put, you know, obviously more acres in in a day and be able to, same thing, be able to take it off and look after it. So, and plus we're seeing higher yielding grains and oil seeds as well. So uh, I think the whole evolution and change is positive and then Obviously, trade is a big thing for us, and uh, that's why our premier was off on a trade mission uh, last week, and, and we see that growing. So it, if there's optimism in agriculture, you bet. I, I really believe there is, and I think there's a great future in it. The world has really come to uh, realize that food is very important and how to source it, and it's unfortunate that circumstances around uh, Russia and Ukraine are driving that to a big degree, but I think a lot of countries are really starting to focus on where they're going to get their food supply from, and we're better than uh, Canada and the province of Saskatchewan as well, where we really grow high-quality, reliable food. That's Agriculture Minister David Merritt. This segment of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Degelman Industries. Look to Degelman for the most reliable, dependable, engineered tough equipment on the market. And Arcola Building Supplies, small town lumberyard, big on service, arcolabuildingsupplies.com. Wheat prices are showing some significant movement this week upward. July wheat futures at Minneapolis, spring wheat yesterday rose 41 cents a bushel. Michael Wilton at Mercantile Consulting released the details of the latest Sasquheat outlook this week. He discussed the fallout from the Russian invasion of Ukraine to significant wheat exporters. Spring seeding in Ukraine has reached 50%. Spring wheat planting is now almost 100% complete over the estimated area. So far, 186,000 hectares have been seeded, which is 90% of last year's amount. There are reports that Russia is actively stealing Ukrainian farm equipment and shipping it to Russian farms. It was also reported that Ukrainian grain is being stolen and taken to Crimea a Russian-held province of Ukraine. Of course, the Kremlin has denied these accusations. The Russian crop continues to look strong and is experiencing favorable conditions. There is no real FOB market in the Black Sea. The few reported bid-offer spreads are far too wide to trade. That said, Russian grain is finding its way to market, prompting Amos, the agricultural marketing information system, to raise their Russian old crop export number by 2 million tons from last month. Wilton also outlined the significant wheat trades from last week. Tunisia bought 100,000 tons of June-July delivery wheat. Otherwise, there were very few reports of wheat purchases. Buyers seem only prepared to cover nearby demand, and end-users appeared to be covered through July. U.S. weekly export sales were small, and the price of wheat continues to limit purchases to only the most inelastic of customers. In Canada, seeding has been gun in the Canadian prairies. Alberta and Saskatchewan are off to a fairly average start, while very little progress has been made in Manitoba, where wet conditions is preventing fieldwork. Alberta released their first crop report of the season. As of May 3rd, 12% of Alberta's spring wheat area has been seeded. Soil moisture is generally favorable in the Peace, Northwest, and North half of the Central region, but moisture levels deteriorate rapidly into the Southern region, where 31% of the area has poor 
moisture conditions. Statistics Canada released their March 31 grain stocks report last week. They put Canadian non-Durham stocks stored in all positions at 8.6 million tonnes, which is almost 40% less than last year's March amount. Canada exported just under 900,000 tonnes of non-Durham wheat in March, for a season total of 8.1 million tonnes. This is 58% of last year's August through March amount. Japan remains the top customer of Canadian wheat this year, importing just under a million tons year-to-date, which is only 8% less than last year. Meanwhile, China has decreased imports by 75% from last year, or an amount of 1.6 million tons, having imported just over half a million tons so far this year. Michael Wilton of Mercantile Consulting compiled this week's latest market outlook for the Sasquheat website. Market Update is brought to you by Freeze Tom and Lumber and Sass Pork, working on behalf of Saskatchewan hog producers and our community. Grain prices were mixed in early trading today. Viterra prices for canola fell 940 at 1079.32. One red spring wheat went up 433 at 561.34. The rest were unchanged. Durham, 551.16. Feed barley, 387.54. Flax, 1212.73. Lentils, 932.50. Oats, 391.53. Yellow peas, 617.33. Feed wheat, 378.30. At Minneapolis this morning, July spring wheat rose nine and a quarter cents at 12.65 and a quarter cent a bushel. The Livestock Quotes are brought to you by the Weyburn Livestock Exchange. Call Weyburn, 842-4574. Now the latest quotes. Good afternoon. This is Yorkton Heartland Livestock Market Report for the week of May the 11th. A smaller run this week, 700 head in the sort, 400 cows and bulls, a total of 1,100 head for the week. Some high-yielding cows here this week. Cows and bulls selling strong and active. D1, D2 cows, 103 to 110, sales to 111, 112. D3 cows, 90 to a dollar. Cows are averaging a dollar. From the Civic Ranch at Stockholm, 1,600-pound cows at 114.50. And from the LL Ranch at Kenville, Manitoba, 1,700-pound cows at 113.50. Good bulls, 121 to 131, sales to 139, 140. Bulls are averaging 125. All the way from Clavette, Saskatchewan, 2,300-pounders at 145 and a quarter. And from the Tartan Ranch at Ituna, 2,200-pound bulls at 142.50. On to the pre-sort sale. On the steer side, 425-pound steers, 261, 500-pounders, 258, 570-pound steers, 247, 640-pound steers, 234. My favorite pen, 710-pound black steers, 217. I like this pen, 800-pounders black steers at 206, 850s at 188, and 925-pound steers, 176. On the heifer side, 425-pound heifers, 234, 500-pounders, 217. 570s, 203, 640-pound heifers, 191, 710-pound heifers, 187, 800-pounders, 175, and 900-pounders at 158. I still believe to sell your good livestock is selling them through the ring, the auction method. I will leave it at that. This Friday, May the 13th, at Heartland Yorkton, the pair sale of the spring, three complete herd dispersals consisting of 160 pairs, Tan and white pairs, black and red pairs, also speckled pairs and a three-year-old speckled bull. 
don't miss this sale. Sale starts at 11 o'clock this Friday. It will also be on DLMS. That's it for this week at Heartland Yorkton. I'm Harvey Exner. Have a good day. And today's Saskatchewan pork price quotes, $232.17 per CKG. Coming up, the Resource Report. This is the Saskatchewan Resource Report on 620 CKRM. Here's Jim Smalley. Now the Resource Report brought to you by Second Look Online Auction. Visit 2ndlookonlineauction.com to see what's up for bid. And brought to you by Mandeco. Talk to your Mandeco dealer or visit mandeco.com to learn more about Mandeco land rollers and tillage equipment. The Canadian High Commissioner to the UK, Ralph Goodale, delivered a keynote message to the Canada-UK Chamber of Commerce yesterday. Goodale highlighted the brutal war of aggression by Russia on Ukraine this year. He says the attack is causing much death, destruction and human agony across Ukraine. Goodale called it aggression at its worst compounded by war crimes and mass graves of innocent victims. He says the rule of law and rules-based international order is at stake. He says the Russians have stolen Ukrainian food supplies and stopped grain exports, denying hungry people the food they need to survive. He says Canada is the world's third largest exporter of wheat, fourth in oil exports. Canada is fifth in natural gas exports and number one in potash and number two for uranium. Goodell says where Canada can help to fill gaps, we will. Tomorrow, we'll hear Goodale's comments on Canada-UK trade. On the markets, the TSX is down 165 points to 19,672. The Dow has dropped 299 points to 31,535. Oil has fallen 5 cents at 105.66 per barrel. The Canadian dollar is down 32 one-hundredths of a cent at 76.63 cents U.S. That's the resource report. If you missed any segment of the show... Tune in to the on-demand Saskatchewan Agriculture Today podcast, brought to you by Gowan Canada. Gowan Canada understands the challenges growers face and takes pride in finding effective crop protection solutions. Visit GowanCanada.com to learn more. That's Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. I'm Jim Smalley. Good afternoon and good farming. This podcast brought to you by Gowan Canada, makers of edge microactive pre-emergent herbicides.